People in our world are living in spiritual darkness, but the light of Jesus Christ is never dim. In this episode, a testimony of rebirth is told. Perhaps it resonates with your heart. After all, this is your story. Where would I be without your love? Where would I be without your grace? Father in heaven above, all of my sins you erased. You saved me from a life of misery, and rewrote my history. This is my story, and to you be the honor and glory, y'all. Resurrected, born again, no longer a slave of this world I'm living in. Broke the chains that held me down, I've been set free, so let me testify. Lord, once again, thank you for your goodness and for your faithfulness. Thank you for the opportunity of bringing Miguel our way to share his story. And we just ask that you would cover and protect him. Lord, give him peace in his heart, bring clarity of thought to his mind. And as he shares his story, we're believing that it's going to impact people with the gospel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Miguel, addiction became part of your life at an early age. How did it begin? In the school day, during my college day, and we all used to take drugs, different kinds of drugs. Uh, in the Philippines, we drink alcohol and uh, all kinds of vices, uh, the cigarettes, drunk. So I take them all. Every time we go to the party, we, we take drugs. Darkness moment of my life. And sometimes I couldn't sleep uh, three nights. No eat, no foods, just uh, drugs. And I experienced almost that I didn't wake up for almost uh, one day. And I see myself that I am dead already. This is very terrible. I meet a friend. I don't know that he offered me these uh, uh, this kinds of drugs like a myth, myth, crystal myth. We are drunk during the time. And I said, when we are drunk, I said, why don't you try this uh, stuff? this stuff here and crystal myth I don't know what is all about the crystal myth and it's so curious and what is that for this is just try it so I tried once and I feel something is good the first time I start crystal myth first it will make you enjoy it will make you like you're very uh, strong or you're happy and you make you mislead from a kind of happiness that is temporary but it's only temporary and it's ruining your life your mind body your health and even your family crystal myth is nothing to give you a good and right life is always misleading you to the kind of happiness that will ruin your life. And this is the way of the enemy to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And this 
drugs is the one that instrument of Satan for us to be destroyed. Crystal meat cannot give good future, cannot give good health. It will always destroy our it always destroy our future. Now your job that you were working at um, placed you in, in a dark world of crime. Who did you work for and what did you do? Oh, I used to be intelligence officer under the office of the mayor. And I was assigned to the anti-narcotic unit. Uh, this is a kind of uh, uh, police work. But uh, they assigned me over that uh, unit uh, to be uh, as an agent. So I have to go to the uh, uh, to the to the uh, urban communities and infiltrate those who are uh, suspected in uh, uh, using drugs or even uh, drug dealers. So being a part of that world and doing undercover work, did you ever encounter dangerous situations at all? Yes. Um, so hiding my identity as an agent is, is, is between life and death. Life and death. So, but uh, I managed to do it because I'm using drugs too. So they don't uh, suspect me that I am uh, someone that infiltrate their activities. Now to that point of you using drugs while you were an undercover uh, person, the drug spiked your curiosity, but it, it didn't really end well for you. What happened? If you get into drugs, you have become slaves. Even you understand already that this drug won't help you, will damage your mind, you'll damage your health. The craving is so very strong. And so being addicted to drugs, it no doubt affected how you did your job, correct? Yes. Yeah. Now prison became a reality for you, but going to prison wasn't because of the drugs. It wasn't because of the drug. It is because of uh, uh, I was being accused of false accusation that I raped some. I accuse of uh, rape. Uh, it's a false accusation. So you were then convicted of that crime and then sent to prison? Uh, no, I was a suspect. I sent me to prison. So I am. Um, sent to prison because of of false accusation uh, rape. I am innocent. Uh, I am innocent of accusation, but I am addicted to drugs. You're addicted to the drugs. Did the prison system help you with, with your drug addiction at all? I struggled my addiction inside, but I have nothing to do inside because you cannot get drugs inside. So did you have to go through withdrawal on your own? And it's very difficult. Uh, it's just like, uh, uh, it's like, uh, it's like I'm losing all my strength. So, Miguel, at, at this point in life, 
you're, you're not in a really good place. You're addicted to drugs. You're a suspect in a crime, so you're in prison at this point. And then this interesting group invites you to attend one of their meetings. And while there, they caught your interest. What caught your curiosity? They invite me to a Christian uh, Bible study. And I said, I am already a Christian. When I have prisons, is, uh, I believe that uh, I am a Christian. And one guy who shared the gospel inside of prison is inviting us, inviting me to, to come and join with them for a Bible study. But in my thought, I am already a Christian because in the Philippines, it's like 90% is a Christian. We call us a Christian country. And I said, no, I'm already a Christian. And the guy said, the guy beside you, he is also accused of murder. He's, he's also a Christian, is he right? The guy said, yes. And the guy beside you also, they're accused of stealing. And all of us here is a Christian. And why we are here inside? I don't think that God designed us to be here inside. Is this a Christian's uh, uh, way of life? So I quite of uh, thinking about that. And since uh, and I had nothing to do, but I tried to go with them and listen to uh, the Word of God, the Bible study. So in the Philippines, 90% say they're Christian. That doesn't mean they're living like a Christian. And you just believe you were a Christian because everyone said people in the Philippines were, correct? Yes. And also my family is also uh, uh, Christians. We are Catholic Christians. I know Jesus Christ is teaching about good work, good living. But how comes we are Christians? We don't learn what is good. We, we don't know what is good. We thought that uh, what we do is good. But the reality is that those moments in our life, we are only living, enjoying in a wrong uh, direction of living. So I realize that I am not a right Christian. So I ch I've been challenged that if God teaches about good, then we should not be in the prison. So, at that night, after after the Bible study, just I go back to myself, and at that night, I am praying, Lord, if you really forgive me. Can you please uh, 
give me a chance to release from this prison, to get out in this prison. So, I feel something that the uh, refresh, something that I couldn't explain how that peace that I feel. But in the morning, I receive a notice from the gagai that I have a marathon hearing. So when I went to the court, I prayed to the Lord. And sometimes the enemy is uh, insistent in my in my mind that oh you're now getting closer to go to a sentence. But there is a spirit of the Lord that is in me that give me strength. Today he said that I am going to be free. I couldn't believe that right now I'm going I'm walking out, walking. Uh, I walk going outside and I can't go home. I have a question to the Lord, Lord. I'm a sinner. I am not worth it. I I feel uh, ashamed. Like I am not worth it to receive those offering of God's love. And, and McGill, that that feeling came from another scripture verse that, as you're talking about, it challenged you. But as you read it and obeyed it, then something happened. Something changed. Something changed in my heart. Something changed in my feeling. What was that scripture verse? The other one that the scriptures verse is that in First John one nine. That come on, uh, if if you confess your sin, I am faithful and just to forgive you, and cleanse you for all unrighteousness. So that questions that I've heard, it's make me feel confident. So right. Uh, thank you, Lord. And you believe at that moment that Jesus changed your life? I believe that moment changed my life because that my first experience I've been in my life that I never experienced before. Can you describe that a little more? It is a feeling that gives me uh, uh, peace. I feel joy, like there is excitement about. It's something that undescribable. How God, uh, how 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 the Spirit of the Lord uh, filled, complete my emptiness of my heart. And you knew that you were born again. That's what that's I my feeling. I am a renewed person because I feel different than I felt before. So you just experienced this incredible born again moment, and spiritually you're reborn. But what about the drug addiction? There is still some residue in my body, but by the time that I ask Jesus, as uh, I surrender my life to the Lord, that moment when I pray to the Lord, Lord, if you forgive me, uh, can you please uh, give me a chance to get out of this prison? But at that time, I completely receive different feelings. It's a kind that my empty heart is filled and there is joy and there is peace that I I already feel. So my mind is set on things that I want more. I want more of this word of God. I want more about Jesus. 
In uh, Romans 12, 9, if you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, believe in your heart, if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus Christ, and believe in your heart that raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So it's just confessing, it's just accepting Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Whatever situation we are in right now, even we did terrible in our life, like even you are in drugs, even you are who you are, we are in darkness. There is hope in Christ. So you're, you're, you're free from drugs, you're reborn, you're free from prison. But when you got out, there was a crowd of people that you decided to follow instead of going back to your old friends. Can you explain that yes, to us? Yes, my old friends, when they heard about that, they came and offered me again the same stuff. But because of that uh, uh, experience inside, I saw these people who has uh, uh, carrying Bible. And I asked them, where are you going? Uh, we go to church. Can I go with you? Yes, yeah, sure. So instead of, uh, of hanging up with those old friends, I told them, I, I think it's enough is enough. I have, I'm going to these people here. They invited me to the church. So I go with them. And when I go to the when I went to the church, I am looking around and say, "What is this? They are singing, they are standing, <laughs> and they are clapping their hands, and and there is a drum and they are singing. It's, it's just where I am now. But I feel different. My spirit is connecting, but my eyes, my I just looking around because this is my first time." <laughs> In a Catholic church, we just uh, touch the water, holy water, and go there, and go to the front and and say Hail Mary, and then after that I go out. That's all <laughs> the practice that I've learned. But in here, they have a singing, they're dancing. What is this? But my spirit is enjoying. Matthew, eleven twenty-eight. Come to me, all you are who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. God's invitation is to each and every one of us. It doesn't matter what color we are, nationality. God's invitation is to the whole world to come to Him. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son for those who believe in Him shall never be perished, but has everlasting life. These invitations give me complete life when I surrender my life to Jesus. 
and if you also surrender our life to Jesus, He will give you rest, not only for your physical body, but also for your soul, not only for your emotion, but for everything you will feel. The fruits of the Holy Spirit, peace, love, and joy. Yeah, he is my Lord. He is my Savior, and He is my Deliverer. He is everything to me. He forgives me. He gives me hopes. He brings me darkness to to light. He gave me complete life. I was in darkness that I couldn't see hope. I couldn't see futures. But when I received Him as my Lord and Savior, He gave me everything that I, more than that I expect, expected. I experienced things that I never experienced before. Jesus is everything for me. One of the most important verses in the Bible is 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. It states, If we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from everything we've done wrong. The only way we can be forgiven of our sin is by confessing our sin to God. And we come to God through Jesus Christ. Like Miguel, if you want to become born again, the Bible is very clear that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. If you have made that confession, tell someone. Call our 24-7 prayer line at 1-866-273-4444. If you want to learn more about the gospel of Jesus Christ and how it can transform your life, you can request a free Bible by calling toll-free 1-888-482-4253. You can begin your journey with Christ now. Lord, I give you my heart. I give you my soul. I live for you alone Every breath that I take Every moment I'm awake Lord, have your ways in me Lord, have your ways in me 